G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. All right, welcome to episode one of All Talk on 1170 SEN. My name is Tom, co-host Eddie. We are from the Hello Sport podcast. Very privileged to be here with you all on our debut episode. Now, joining us today for episode number one is the great James Graham. Now, James is a legend of the English Super League playing for St. Helens. He also came over to the NRL playing for the Bulldogs where he played in two grand finals. He also played for the Dragons before then heading back over to the Super League to round out his career with St. Helens. Represented his country at the highest level. Now turned media darling. You can hear him on Fox League, Triple M NRL and his brand new podcast, The Buy Round. James Graham, welcome to All Talk. Yeah, I'm, I'm flattered. A media darling. Did you ever think you'd be called a media darling? No. Which you are? No. Yeah. Is that you know, where, where's that sit on the list of career achievements? Media darling. Well, I think it needs some verification. <laughs> um, We're lucky you're in the presence of mm, verifiers. And yeah, yeah. Well, I th- mate, as well. Like when I, when I first started out, I was a, I was a bit anti-media, and I was scared of doing interviews and stuff. So I've come a long way. My word, you I, have. I've come a long way. I, I do want to get to your media career in a moment, but I guess we would like to. I guess just start from the start a little bit with sort of, you know, the James Graham story. I was born in Liverpool, England, where there's no rugby league. I'm one of seven kids. So, oh. yeah, it was a busy household growing up. What's the sibling break? So, we got three, three older brothers, then there's me, and then my three younger sisters. Interesting. So, you often find with like successful athletes, at least I'm sure probably generalizing again, but like the youngest, if you've got like heaps of older brothers, you're like almost, they harden you. They make you like the toughest one because they just f*** with you the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, the closest age range as well was uh, six years. So they're all a lot older than me. I'd like beg to go and play football or soccer with them. Mm. I, I grew up pretty quick, you know, playing against older players, just jumpers for goalposts so, sort of things. And yeah, it, it was good. like I'd, re- I'd be wrestling with them all the time. Yeah. But I yeah, it took me a lot to, to get one over on them, but eventually I did eventually from, from did. Pr- quite a young age. So You started to get it over your older brothers? Uh, the, the closest one to me, yeah. I used to tap, make him tap a few times. And oh. One of the most satisfying moments in yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. when I knew, I, could, I knew how to get him. Because I was, I, I was probably like 9, 10, and he would have been like 15, 16. And I, yeah, oh, we you're had taking some, down we, a 15-year-old at yeah, 9 years old. At 9. Yeah, 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 we, I, we had you, some. But th- to be fair, like he, he, he was probably going soft on me. But just he he, he gave me an You're inch. Being he you took he gave out. me an inch and I, and I took it. And oh, we'd have all sorts of all sorts of fights over everything. everything. We used to have a Commodore sixty four. Broke the space bar on that through some illegal play for me brother Danny. I well, was mate, not impressed. You had to do what you had to do, right? I did. Yeah. So did any of them mate? Have any of them have any professional sporting careers? Or are you the only one? No, no, I'm the only one. Wow, no, I'm the only one. So how do you go from living in Liverpool, which obviously would be football mad soccer mad how do you become the rugby league player yeah well my old long story short my old man was from uh cumbria a place called maryport Um he met my mum they moved in it she's from liverpool um and he'd always been a rugby league fan it was and he'd go to the challenge Cup final every single year he go he on his way down with my granddad he went into a shop to get some supplies as now i know means 
beer. So mm-hmm. he's going, getting on a coach, on a bus to go down to Wembley. In the shop, there's a little note saying, St. Helens Crusaders under sevens need players. Call this number. So he jots the number down. Comes home the next day. He's like, how do you feel about playing rugby? And I was I was this close to joining like a football or soccer team. And I'm like, rugby, dad, I don't know. Like, I didn't really know what it was. So, so you didn't even know what it was. I'd, I'd like. seen it, but I couldn't differentiate between league and union. Like, right. I, I couldn't tell you that. I don't know. I was just, oh, I don't know. So he, he went and bought a rugby ball, took me over to the park and started putting like high kicks up for me for some bizarre reason. With <laughs> two like, seven-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skill you <laughs> like, like, He wasn't putting Matt Burton bombs up, like, but he was just, you yeah. know, getting a feel for I was getting a feel for it. I was like, oh, go on then. I'll go down on the Wednesday night and uh, we played the game. I just fell in love. Yeah. And the rest. Did is, you dominate? Like, were you good straight away? Uh, I think I was okay. That they, they were keen to have me back. But my, my, my memory from this, and it goes back to the conversation about my brother. So when I was playing football with them, we used to play a game. I was obviously the youngest there by a long time. Jumpers for goalposts. Person starting goal. You've got to score five headers and five volleys against this goalkeeper. The only way the goalkeeper can get out is if they catch the ball on the full while someone's taking a shot. And then whoever hit the ball, they become the goalkeeper. But if you manage to score five headers and five volleys, this game was called Tunnel. And if you scored the five headers and five volleys, you'd have to run through the Tunnel of Death. So we'd all line up, and this goalkeeper, after conceding five pens and five volleys, he had to run through us, and you could kick him. (laughs) So I I, I had to run the... Well, it's like running the gauntlet. Anyway, at the end of this first game I've ever played, I'm already like... My mind's just spinning... Like, I, I've introduced to this sport all the things I was told I can't do at home, I was allowed to do <laughs> on this rugby, on this field. Mm. I was like, this is amazing. Like, it's a bit crazy. At the end of the game, they go, right, lads, just make a tunnel for the opposition. And I can remember standing in this tunnel just going, oh, are we going to... This is... Oh, oh, and then they're just clapping them for it. I'm like, oh... Oh right, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. And then we're walking through, like, like hands out, like, oh yeah, yeah. Cheers. So, yeah, my introduction was love at first scrum. I guess that's funny. That's the leggy in you, mate. You know what I mean? When you get different type of tunnel, going to clap them off and putting the boot in instead. You are listening to All Talk here with Hello Sport, coming to you on SEN 1170, and we are talking to the great James Graham. And not to take a turn to negative town, <laughs> but I'm about to. How many grand finals did you lose before? Because I know you won one like at the end. I know there was the yarn around you losing grand finals before you came to the NRL, but then doing some research, it was like you won one off the bench, and I was like, I thought you never won any until you... No, we... we uh, well, when I was playing for St. Helens, we, we won the grand final in 2006... And you were playing? I was playing, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That makes play, me feel better. Yeah. I was like, this poor bastard. No, so then we, some grand we lost 07, 8, 9, 10, <laughs> 11, oh 12, and 14. <laughs> and then yeah. won one in 2020. 20? But yeah. I don't know. But, but obviously, as well, during that time at St. Helens, we won a couple of Challenge Cups, which is a. Can you explain a, the difference there for people that don't understand? Oh, right. The, so the Challenge Cup is a, a, a knockout competition, mm. but it's it's got credibility. It's not just some. Because I think the AFL tried to bring something not too dissimilar. They had a pre-season comp. Yeah, but this is in-season. There's a lot of prestige, a lot of history around it. Like, there is value to it. You play the final at Wembley Stadium in front mm. of, like, 80,000 people. So, yep. it's not just some tokenistic cup. It's like yep. the FA Cup equivalent. Exactly, yep. like the FA Cup. So, any, like, all the local amateurs teams enter the, 
the, the beginning round. So so amateurs can be playing like full blown St. Helens. If, if they get through, yeah. If they get through. Holy hell. I think it has happened actually. Really? Yeah, yeah, where they've gone on a bit of a run, beat a division one team and then they get the draw against one of the big dogs. Far out. Jesus Christ. How was that two thousand six grand final? How old were you then? You uh, would have been quite I think young. I was I just turned twenty. Okay. Yeah, I just turned twenty. And to be honest, I kind of just we had an amazing year that year. We we won we won the Challenge Cup. We le- league top of the league grand final, and then the following season as well, we we beat the Brisbane Broncos in the in World the, Cup Challenge yeah. in two thousand seven. You kind of just thinking, and then we won the Challenge Cup that year as well. And you're just thinking, well, it's going to we'll, cruise. Yeah, yeah, we'll see you at Old Trafford, and yeah. we'll be lifting it up again. And how many yeah. so how many straight years after oh six you so you lost a seven eight nine ten eleven. And then you obviously came in and lost 12 with Bulldogs and 14 Bulldogs. What's that experience like? Because obviously you're in a successful side, right? So it's not like you're the Tigers who just do sh**, no disrespect. But like you're in a successful team, really good, but you're just like, you just cannot seem to get over the line. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating looking back. Like mm. it, it's, it never leaves, yeah. Like it, it is frustrating looking back. There's one of those games in particular. Just, I was going to ask: Is there one where it's like? Yeah, it, it was. It, it was. The, it was the last one. It was the 2011 one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> you just go like we we just shouldn't have lost. We we lost like th- three outside backs in the last 20 minutes and uh, then just capitulated. Who are you playing? Leeds. And oh, in in those grand finals as well that we lost at St Helens. Uh, okay. Four were to Leeds. Right. And, and you are trials. trials. We, there was a big rivalry between yeah. between us. Yeah, we're not not local rivals, but that we were the two, two best teams, teams at the time. Yeah. And yeah, like a Melbourne Manly thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. The Manly I, Seagulls fan. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then one of them was against our arch rivals, Wigan, coached by Michael Maguire at the time. That that was pretty tough to take, but but yeah, they they were an amazing side at the time. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.